You are now listening to the 7th Busting the Pack podcast. From the opening centre bounce, like Brody Grundy's deft ruck work unleashing a rampaging Jordan Degoe on the burst with the goals in sight, we want this production to be a platform for all members of the WA Magpies Supporters Club and passionate Collingwood Football Club fans in general. This is the place to share your personal black and white army stories. So, whether you are a local Perth supporter, have just started out, or have loyally barracked for the Mighty Pies all your life, we want you to feel a sense of ownership in the podcast and welcome any contributions and suggestions by emailing bustingthepack at gmail.com. Each Busting the Pack episode is released via the WA Magpies Facebook and web pages Wednesday afternoon at 5pm. Deadline for submissions is each Monday at 5pm. In this week's episode, I chat with a loyal and passionate supporter about her handmade pies memorabilia. I take you back to 2010 when my passion for the pies got me in a pub fight. I introduce a new segment based on Nathan Buckley's 2008 autobiography titled All I Can Be and there is entry details for a best story competition with $50 gift voucher prizes kindly donated by Jim's Pool Care and can be redeemed for any Jim's services. Go Pies! My next guest loves to scream at the screen when she cheers for her beloved Collingwood. She has drop punted cancer, sending it into remission. She also knows the creators of handmade pies memorabilia, which you won't find in an AFL store. Welcome to the podcast, Tracy. Thank you, Jason. Nice to be here. Um, can you describe to the listeners the handmade one-eyed pie supporter? Well, it's a uh, crocheted square, about uh, 15 centimetres square, black and white, obviously. And it has a plastic one eye uh, in the centre, which it symbolises being a one eye Collingswood supporter. Um, so who created it and what materials were used in this arts and craft piece? Well, my late auntie, um, Maureen Houdina, created it. Um, she made a lot of them over the years and she actually learnt how to crochet from her first husband. And um, so it was a black and white wool, eight ply. And I think it took her about four weeks to do. And um, she made um, one for uh, my dad and my brother. And that's when I got the idea to make a few for the family for our Christmas presents. Oh, the gift that keeps on giving. Mm. Oh. Um, 
I was given a Collingwood plaque with a magpie rising from the base. What type of skills were involved to bring this wooden sculpture to life? Well, if I remember correctly, the uh, bloke who, who did it was a uh, wood turner and wood, wood carver. Um, I think if I remember right, we met him through bowling. And uh, there would be a lot of artistry in it, a lot of um, selecting the correct woods, um, careful gluing, gluing and um, careful um, fitting the pieces together, a lot of accuracy and uh, just a lot of devotion and love, I would say, in it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I could see that there would have been a lot of hours put into that piece. Mm. Um, and, you know, you're not going to get that at your AFL store, that's no. for sure. Um, do you know if the creators are still making these pieces or do you know any other examples of um, pieces being made for pie supporters? My auntie made the uh, one-eyed supporter and um, unfortunately she died in 2008. Right. But the one that she made in 2003 was actually the last one that okay. she made, which, which was made for you and um, for your father. Sure. Um, I don't know what happened to the other fellow because um, we stopped going to bowling about 10 years ago. So I don't know if he's still doing it or not. Okay. As a passionate and loyal pie supporter, can you offer Coach Nathan Buckley any advice in the interest of what is best for the club's future? Well, I think one of the um, coaching tips, which I am I'm, I'm often yelling at the TV screen, you know, what to do. And one of the funniest ones I've ever yelled at is, what, do you wash your hands with butter? <laughs> because they can't seem to hang on to the ball. So right. don't wash your hands with butter, guys. So there you go. You've heard it. Enough of the butter fingers. Stop the fumbling. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. So um, just finally, um, so would you like to say anything to the Bust in the Pack audience before closing the interview? Mm. Just... Uh, Stay, stay true, just remember um, the club song, Side by Side, We Stick Together. And um, basically we stick together whatever ever comes, whichever way, the later, later we end, we never give up. That's the, that's the thing that sets us apart from other football club supporters, I think, that we never, we never give up and we always have faith in our team. And either way, it's always rewarded whether they win or not, but they love us back because we love them. Couldn't have said it better myself, and this has come from someone who has kicked cancer to the curb. So um, there is your dedication, there is your persistence right there. You've heard it first on the Bust in the Pack podcast. Um, so thanks for having a chat, Tracy. I had a wonderful time, and go the pies! Go pies! Um, just out of interest, photos of this memorabilia will be posted on the WA Magpies Facebook soon. You had to be there. The year was 2010 and two of my biggest passions collided when I was at a pub in the back bar having a few drinks to get out of the shared house I was living in unhappily. I don't usually gamble unless it is something that I have some control over, like playing a game of eight ball pool. Now, I have played more games of pool than I have had hot dinners in my time, 
So when a guy in a group asked if I wanted to play a game for $20, I accepted the wager. We showed each other our money, and it was on. Credit where credit was due. He was good. I was getting soundly beaten and had to resort to some desperate tactics to stay in the game. I was clawing my way back and the game was in the balance. And then for some unknown reason, a girl in the same group threw the triangle that is used to rack up the balls onto the table, which disturbed the position of the remaining balls. The game had been compromised and I refused to continue playing for money. I said my piece and then walked to the other side of the bar to try and defuse the situation. When I was watching the Collingwood and Sydney game on a TV screen in the bar, another guy from the group sidled up next to me and asked me who I was cheering for. I responded, Collingwood. He then said, I hate Collingwood. To which I countered passionately, I love Collingwood at point blank range to the antagonist. He turned away and just when I thought that was the end of it, he swung back around with a coward's punch that luckily only grazed my ear. But that was just the opening shot. Before I knew what was going on, I had been rushed by the group as they unleashed a savage attack of kicks and punches on me. Amongst the mayhem, my glasses had been knocked off and I couldn't see properly. I felt my arms being pinned behind me, filling me with a dread that had me bracing for the worst. As luck would have it, it was a security guard breaking up the fight. They said they would escort me to my car, but not wanting this saga to potentially continue outside of the licensed premises, I stayed put and the group were told to leave. I eventually found my glasses on the floor, but they were destroyed from the unprovoked onslaught. Later, having sobered up but still shaking, I decided the coast was clear, so I walked to my car. In hindsight, I should have left my car there and picked it up later. But because it was in a car park that threatened to wheel clamp, all I wanted to do was get home. Turning into a busy street, I cut it too fine as my vision was clearly impaired and I almost sideswiped another car. Stopped at a red traffic light, a guy from the car came up to my driver window and verbally abused me for my reckless actions. I tried to rationalise that I had been in a fight and my glasses had got broken so I couldn't see that well. That made him furious as he rightfully pointed out he couldn't care less why I decided to drive. That is not going to bring him back if he became another statistic. Never to return home to his family. I apologised profusely, counting my lucky stars that he took kindness on me and didn't administer my second beating for the day. If I was a gambler, I would have bought a lottery ticket that night. All I Can Be by Nathan Buckley I don't care what you think of me. Never really have. If you like me, fine. If you don't, I won't lose sleep over it. I'm sure you have an opinion, perhaps a very strong one, but it simply doesn't register with me because I've always had the perfect antidote, a thick skin that's almost impossible to penetrate. Actually, let me qualify that. I care about what some people think of me, the people who know me, 
who I've worked closely with and who I respect. But I certainly couldn't care less about the thoughts of the masses who form opinions based on rumour, innuendo and hearsay. This book gives you the facts, not just from yours truly, but also from family, friends, foes, teammates, coaches, opponents and critics who shared their views and recollections with my co-author Ben Collins. What emerges is a warts and all account of my life. In fact, some of the material you'll find here isn't particularly flattering to me, but I've made no attempts to sanitise these reflections. I can handle the truth, the good, the bad, the ugly. Are you having trouble getting that sparkle back into your pool? Jim's Pool Care can help out with any pool problem. With just one call, Jim's Pool Care mobile pool shops will respond to any pool equipment problems. We can repair or replace all leading brands of pool equipment, such as pumps, chlorinators or automatic pool cleaners. So if you're thinking pools, think Jim's. Call 131546. Or Google Jim's Pool Care and book online. Eyes on the prize. Thanks to Jim's Pool Care, they have kindly donated $50 prize vouchers, which are valid for any of Jim's services, such as cleaning, gardening or mowing lawns. To be in the running, all you have to do is email us your personal experiences as a passionate fan. Be creative, engaging, interesting and keep your entries to a hundred words or less. The winner also has the opportunity to have their story reenacted in the You Had To Be There segment. In next week's show, my special guest Collingwood supporter has a chat to me about his seven grand final visits to the Melbourne Cricket Ground to watch his beloved pies in action. Win, loss or draw. Thanks for listening. Get involved. This is your voice. Go Pies!